This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. If there was just one thing that I could share with you, it would be self-belief. And there was a time in my life when I thought self-belief was just a bunch of hooey. I just thought that it was this fluffy sort of thing that, you know, people told you to feel nice, that you needed to believe in yourself. But what I've come to discover is that self-belief is the opposite of something much more sinister, and that is the victim mentality. Now, I will openly confess that I struggled with a victim mentality for some time, and I think that most people have struggled with a victim mentality, whether they're aware of it or not. So let me explain what the victim mentality is and then talk a little bit about self-belief, which is the complete opposite of that mindset. A victim mentality basically says that you are a victim, that the things that have happened in your life um, have been outside of your control, that your circumstances um, basically dictate who you are. It's a sort of, oh, poor me, this thing happened and there's nothing that I could do about it sort of mindset. Oh, I can't do this or I couldn't do that because of this other thing here. And so you're playing the victim and in your own mind, uh, you're saying, well, I'm, I'm disadvantaged or I have this difficult circumstance or, oh no, you don't knew, know the, the difficulties and the struggles that I'm up against. They're just too severe. And so we play into this thing called a victim mentality where we start blaming other people, especially circumstances, okay? So it may be other people, it may be circumstances, uh, but we end up blaming people other than ourselves, things other than ourselves for the life that we now lead. And I am a firm believer that we are all self-made people. Again, I didn't used to be, but I am now a firm believer and a champion of the idea that we are all self-made individuals, that the life that we have right now has not been ultimately the consequence of the circumstances that we have endured, but of the choices that we have made along the way. Now, I want to be very clear here. We all have circumstances that are outside our control. Everyone does. And the victim mentality says that those circumstances ultimately dictate who you become, how much money you make, where you live, your level of happiness, and so on. It is true that we cannot control really very many things that go on around us or that happen to us. But we always have the powerful ability to control how we will respond and what we will do given a particular circumstance. And so self-belief being the opposite of a victim mentality means that when circumstances come our way, we have a sense of what researchers call self-efficacy, that we are effective people. We can do the things we want to do. We can have the things that we want to have in life. It might take us longer than other people. We might have to work harder than other people but we can change the equation. 
So uh, some time ago, uh, I shared on here a uh, powerful formula that I had heard from Jack Canfield. And he talked about how we have circumstances, those are the things we can't change, but then we have our uh, response, okay? We have our response to what happens, and ultimately, uh, that gives us our outcome, okay? That gives us what ultimately happens. And so, just like in a mathematical equation, uh, if we uh, want to change the, the outcome of an equation, if we want to change um, you know, what's beyond the equal sign, then we have to change one of the variables or we have to change one of the numbers involved, okay? And we can't change in life our circumstances. That's true. And a victim mentality would be very quick to point that out, to say, well, we can't control our circumstances. But to say, because we can't control this one variable, we can't control what goes beyond the equals uh, or be behind the equal sign is completely untrue. So consider for a moment the simple equation 2 plus 2 equals 4. Now, say for just a minute, that we cannot change that first two, okay? We're gonna call that a circumstance. That two is fixed. We can't change it, okay? But this other two, we're gonna say, the second one, we're gonna say that this is our response, and we can always change how we choose to respond to life's challenges. And so, if we have two plus two equals four, and we don't like four, say, you know, maybe we want three instead, then we can change our response from a two to a one, right? We can change that variable. We can change that number, what is in our control. The point is this, we cannot change our circumstances, but by changing how we respond and what we do with those circumstances, we can change the end result. Now, if you wanna get very grim, we could all die right now. I might not finish recording this podcast. I could drop dead. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow or the week after or the week after. That's true. I can't control that. But that's really not the point. The point is that while I'm living my life, I always have a choice as to how I will respond. As long as I'm alive, I have the ability to choose how I'm going to respond. And there are so many powerful stories of self-belief and determination and overcoming challenges. I was talking with a friend about this, and the conversation got very, very heated. And I brought a, up a story about Shaquem Griffin, a linebacker in the NFL. And he only has one hand, but he's playing at the highest level. He plays professional NFL football. He recovers fumbles. He intercepts passes. He regularly outperforms guys who have two hands. Shaquem Griffin has one hand. Is that a disadvantage? You bet. Is that a circumstance that he was able to control? Not at all. But what he chose to do is overcome that challenge by changing the way that he responded to it, by working harder, by compensating, becoming adaptable and flexible. He saw something that he wanted and he said, I am going to get it. And now imagine for just a moment that you're sitting on a bench watching football with a young Shaquem Griffin. And he turns to you and with all sincerity says, one day, I'm going to grow up to play professional NFL football. What would you say to young Shaquem? You see, the victim mentality 
would say, oh, honey, don't get your hopes up. Let's go and look at the statistics to see how few people actually make it into the NFL. And then let's go and look and see how many of them have one hand. Shaquem, you're at a supreme disadvantage. You might want to pick another goal. This one's just a little bit out of your reach. It's too difficult for you due to your handicap, due to your disadvantage. I think that is the most ugly message that we could possibly give to a young person. The opposite is a message of self-belief that builds self-efficacy. I would turn to Shaquem and I would say, Shaquem, you absolutely can. Let's go for it. You know, it's going to be hard. Shaquem, are you aware of how few people actually make it into the NFL. I mean, it's it's a really small number. And Shaquem, you're going to have to overcome this challenge that others do not have to. You're going to have difficulties and struggles that others cannot relate to. There are going to be people who laugh at you, Shaquem. But here's the deal. Every single day, you and me, we're going to be on this field. We are going to outwork them. We are going to out-hustle them. As long as you're in, Shaquem, let's meet on this field and let's practice. Because if you want it, son, you can have it. You have to believe in yourself and don't you let anyone tell you that you cannot accomplish this dream, this goal, and this desire. You are going to be an inspiration to millions of people when you are on the field showing the world what people who have a disadvantage, who have difficult circumstances, can really do when they choose to overcome those things and to really get after it. Now, that's what I would tell Shaquem. My friend said, oh, that's anecdotal evidence, okay? What about the young woman? There's more anecdotal evidence here for you. My wife was telling me about this young woman who doesn't have any arms. She puts her contact lenses in every morning with her feet, okay? What about the young man who lost both his eyes to a rare form of cancer, but he gets around with echolocation? He gets around clicking, so that he can sense his surroundings. He rides a bicycle. He plays basketball. He does the things he wants to do in life. So here's the deal. Is that anecdotal? Sure, it, it is. <laughs> okay. But, okay, even though this is anecdotal evidence, it doesn't remove the power of the message. I don't think anyway. You see, uh, there's no way for us to conduct a sort of scientific experiment just looking at the statistics of who achieves it and who doesn't. We could even look at you know, which people say they want something uh, versus those who say they don't want it, how hard they work, and so on. The fact of the matter is there's something of a mystery about the human spirit. It's not something that we can confine to the, to the quantitative sciences, at least. At best, we could do a qualitative study at the, at the absolute very best. And so you can write these things off as anecdotal evidences if you want to. But I would say that all you're doing is trying to wish away the evidence that is right in front of your face, that if you want something in life, you can go and get it. That people who have had much more severe and difficult circumstances in their lives compared to you have overcome those circumstances and they've achieved greatness. Because see, I believe that greatness lives inside every single one of us and you've got to guard that and protect it. 
Because one day somebody with a victim mentality might come through and try to tell you, oh no, honey, I'm sorry. You don't seem to understand. Your circumstances are too extreme. That is a horrible, terrible, soul-crushing thing to tell to anyone, especially a young person. We need to be empowering people to believe in themselves, to work hard, and to chase their dreams. It will not be easy, and there's never a guarantee of success, but this I'll promise you. At the end of your life, you will feel far more satisfied and fulfilled more anecdotal evidence here, you will feel far more fulfilled uh, for going, for trying, and maybe even for failing, but for pursuing your dreams with tenacity than the person who's sitting around in the nursing home saying, I never tried. You know, I wanted to start that company, but I just couldn't do it. You know, I wanted to be great, but I had a hard life and a tough upbringing, I was dealt a poor hand, and so I just never tried. That is an existence later in life that is filled with regret, and I don't want that for anyone, and I certainly won't accept it for myself. Believe in yourself, and do not fall prey to a victim mentality. It is absolutely destructive on every level. It's a cancer of the mind that will rot you away from the inside out. When you believe that your circumstances are too great to be overcome, you stop trying, and your circumstances therefore overtake you. But when you believe in yourself, you can accomplish incredible things. The evidence is all around us. Maybe we can't put it into a test tube and perform a clinical trial on it, But the evidence is all around us in the great men and women who have overcome their circumstances and made something truly great out of their life here on this planet. That is what I choose to believe. That is what I teach to everyone I can, that they must believe in themselves and have a sense of self-efficacy, that they're effective and powerful to shape their future if they believe this. And if they believe the opposite, Sadly, they're also right. The quote that is commonly attributed to Henry Ford is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right.